Welcome back to the Get Out of Porn Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Wilkie. This week's episode is really going to be for the kids. It's going to be for parents to understand how to talk to their kids and for addicts to understand how to maybe come clean to their children about it. But it's going to have this theme of how do we talk to kids about these sensitive issues? I realize that this is for addicts. This, this podcast is, is intended for addicts to know how to get out of porn. But I also think there's a lot of questions surrounding how do I keep my kids from doing this? Maybe you are an addict and you are terrified of your kids becoming you. Your kids going into the addiction and, and not knowing how to get out. You're terrified of your kids stumbling across something that you've been looking at online. How do we talk to them about that? When is an appropriate time to talk to them about it? But also, how do we have, quote unquote, the talk with our kids? I want to jump right in. I'm going to answer the latter question first. I want to get into the talk. Even just saying that phrase, the talk, is so ridiculous because we're talking about something that is huge. Sex is a major part of life. It is not all of life, though it is life-giving. It is, it is life-producing, I should say. But it's not all of life. At the same time, let's not kid ourselves and think that this is something that can be discussed in a 15-second or 15-minute chunk. For all of the kid's life, right? The kid is, is your son or your daughter grows up and maybe they're 9, 10, 11 years old. They're getting curious about these things. You are very nervous about how to talk to them. What do I say? Maybe you read some online resources. Maybe you read a book or two. How do we have the talk? The first answer is you don't just have one talk. You have multiple talks. Sitting down when it's really awkward and your kid has already maybe even been looking at porn or has come into things or has heard things uh, at, at school, when you sit down to talk with them, they may know more about this than you do, to be honest with you. We have to make sure that our timing is right, and we have to make sure that our kids view us as the expert. Even if you're an addict, you being the adult should be the expert in their lives. So you go back and you start at four years old, five years old, and you teach them that marriage is between a man and a woman or whatever you find to be age-appropriate. As they grow, you have a little more discussion about it, and they have a few more questions. Where do babies come from? And you can say the storks or make a joke about it. Most of the time with young kids, you say, where do you think babies come from? And you, you throw it back their way and see where their understanding is. As they grow older, though, you're going to have kids that start to explore maybe themselves, maybe this idea of sexuality, and they're wondering, what is this all about? If we wait too late, if we wait until they're 13, 14, because we think it's really awkward, it's too late. It's too late. They needed to know that maybe back at eight. But I've also worked with clients who were, who, who were given the talk at seven or eight years old. It was very graphic and it kind of scarred them. And so for parents, it's difficult to know when is the right time. And to that, I would say, notice your kid's maturity. Your kid may not be ready to understand things about sex, but they know things about marriage. They know things about Maybe where babies come from where they know the concept of sex, but they don't fully understand it. You're not using penis and vagina and getting into those things. Um, you have to understand your child and what they are capable of understanding at what age. There's a great book on this called Touchy Subjects by, I believe it's David Dean and Craig Gross. Um, David Dean uh, is a uh, comedian, Christian comedian, and he wrote a book on how do we have these, these conversations with kids multiple conversations growing up. So I'm a big believer in don't just isolate it to the talk. You need to be discussing these things because kids will run across porn way earlier than you think they will. 
I've known six-year-olds that have gotten into porn, seven-year-olds, kids that are addicted by eight or nine years old. It happens way earlier than most parents think, and so please don't be naive in thinking, not my kid. That's what everybody says, not my kid. He's not old enough. I'm waiting until they're maybe 12, 13 years old to have the talk, maybe 11. By that point, your kid may be way into porn, so you need to have a good pulse on the situation and don't kid yourself in thinking, there's no possible way my kid has run across it. Recognize, chances are, your kid probably has, unless they've been incredibly sheltered, especially if they go to public school or play on any sort of sports team. I grew up playing hockey. I didn't go to public school, but yeah, I was shown porn at hockey. That was a, that's not what got me into porn. They, what the hockey kids didn't know, I was already into porn by the time they did that. But it happens. It's so easy to happen, and my parents were late on it. If I hadn't come clean to them, they would have guessed that it was much later. They would have guessed that, that there's no way he's into it at 11 years old, 12 years old. In reality, that's pretty much standard. That's very average these days. And once again, there's kids that get into it a lot earlier. So as far as the talk goes, understand your kid's maturity level. Consistently talk to them about sex. Consistently talk to them about ideas of sexuality and gender. And give them an understanding of age-appropriate things. But also, more than anything, become the expert in your kid's life. If you want your kid coming to you and telling you about his porn and saying, hey, I ran across this online, you cannot have this be a taboo issue in your home. You cannot have this be one where you're going to scream and, and shut him down. You have to create a space of openness, of love, of compassion, of understanding, and one where he feels or she feels that you're an expert. Because we've been discussing these things. You know, son, those things are out there. I'm sorry you ran across that, but, you know, talk to me about it. How was that experience for you? What was that like? So when your kid comes to you, you give him compassion, you give him love. If he comes to you and says, well, I've been addicted for the last two years, do your best to not freak out. If you're going to freak out, do it after, right? If your kid comes to you and opens up about the addiction, do not ever freak out in the moment. That will only push them further in the, into the addiction and let them know I'm unworthy of love, right? Or, or this is so bad that my parents couldn't even stand this. We don't want that. We don't want the image of, of you crying or your husband leaving the room or whatever to be imprinted on the kid's mind. That's shaming. So hold it together. Ask the appropriate questions, not what have you been looking at. Never ask what you've been looking at. But how have you accessed? Let's look to get you some help. Thank you for telling me. If the kid actually tells you, absolutely thank him, right? That's huge that he's coming to tell you about something that's very private and very difficult. So thank your, your child. But then work with him on either getting a therapist or on creating an accountability group. Be his accountability partner. Check in. I've already got a podcast on what that looks like. Um, don't just give him books to read and set him on his way. Never check in. Don't just put blocks on his computer. If, you're, if your child is addicted, he or she, chances are, know how to get around these things. So if you put it on there and you think that that's going to stop it, that's not going to stop the emotional reason they're running to porn. So make sure that you don't allow your emotion to get in the way where all you do is you throw up the wall because you're so scared of them turning into Jeffrey Dahmer or Ted Bundy or whatever. My kid's going to go down that path and he's going to be looking at child porn. Don't, no, 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 no scare tactics here. Remain calm, provide love and support to your kid. That's the best thing you can do for them. So once you have done that, then you can establish a, a game plan with them, with their help. But what happens if you catch your kid? What happens if, if 
you're the one that stumbles upon them in their room masturbating or, or looking at porn or you see their internet browser, what do you do then? Well, you go to them. You cannot let this go. You go to them and you say, son, let's, let's have a talk. Or, you know, uh, sweetheart, daughter. Let, nobody calls their, their, they call boys son, but they don't call girls daughter. I don't know why, but either way, sweetheart, whatever you want to call your daughter. Let's sit down if this happens to be her issue. Let's sit down. Let's talk. If you haven't had a talk in a long time, that may tell you a little bit about your relationship and maybe why they're running to porn. Hopefully, again, you haven't just settled for the talk, but you've been having multiple talks where you can sit down with your kid and say, hey, let's talk about this. I noticed this on your computer. What's going on? Now, of course, they're going to be in the shame cycle. Of course, they're going to lie. Of course, they're going to, they're going to downplay it. Oh, you know, that was just stupid. That was a one-time thing. Be prepared to be lied to by your kids, especially concerning this issue. Be prepared to be lied to lots. Stay in control but still help them create that, that sense of love and compassion, but help them realize, I need you to come to me with these things. I'm on your team here. You and I both know this isn't healthy. This isn't a good thing. And you may have your reasons for running toward it. We can get you some help if that's what, something that you need, if you feel the addiction's bad enough. But please, do not lie to me about this, right? I love you no matter what. I love you no matter what. I know that this is not something that's good, and it's, it's hurting you. More than anything, don't make this about yourself. It's not, well, you hurt me or, or, you know, I'm such a failure. That's about you. This is not about you as the parent. It's about the kid. I know that porn has been hurting you, and I know that, that this is something that you weren't intended to see, right? You weren't intended to see. But since you did, we're going to take it from there, and we're going to establish a game plan to help you out. So what are your triggers, right? We go back to the behavioral things, and we start there. If that's not helping. And if you get them accountability and if you let them know that, hey, even if you're struggling, you come talk to me. We'll be there for you. Well, once you do that, if they're still struggling, get them some therapy. But if not, more than anything, and what I found is the relationship with the dad is going to be key. So if the kid is not getting out of porn, check the relationship with the dad. The dad should be the one checking in, not the mom. Most of the time, the mom is proactive. The mom is the one that, that steps in and says, hey, how, how have you been doing with that? No teenage son, no teenage boy wants to tell their mom about the porn addiction. Get the dads involved. If you are a single parent home with just a mom, get some other guy in your life at your church or wherever it may be, a mentor involved to help your son because it's going to be really difficult for him to come clean to you. And if he does, hey, thank God, right? That's great. But it ought to be the male's relationship, the father's relationship with the son that is most going to get him out of this addiction. That's something that I've seen time and again in my work that I do. What gets a kid out of the addiction? What keeps a kid out of the addiction? A strong relationship with the father. A relationship where the dad checks in. Not just the mom checking in emotionally. The dad checks in and goes, son, how are things? What's going on in life? The, the talk, which should be the talks, are given by the dad, not in an awkward way, but son, this is what we do, and this is what men do, right? The moms to the daughters. From an attachment perspective, as we've looked at, the mom and the daughter relationship is going to help the daughter understand herself. So if the dad is non-existent, if the dad does never check in, if the dad neglects the son or is angry with the son, what do you think is going to happen with the kid? He'll run to porn, and then he'll beat himself up because he's angry, or he'll forget about himself completely. He'll neglect himself. So if you have a son, dads get involved, help them. So then we come back around to this question of what do you do if you're an addict as the father and you're terrified of telling your kids? 
This is a very difficult issue and a difficult question because it kind of depends. It depends on the age of your kids. Um, I am of the opinion that dads should get themselves help. They should never rely on the kids to be the emotional support in any way. But there will come a time where your kids are old enough to recognize your sins. I believe that one of the most pivotal times in a boy's life is when he understands that his dad is not Superman, that his dad is not perfect. That can be really difficult. That can be a a traumatic thing depending on how it's handled. And so if in talking to your kids about this, you happen to say, this is something that I've struggled with or something that has been a part of my past or something that, that your mom and I have had to work through, I think that's appropriate. If you are talking to your kids and, you know, just coming clean about every last thing, the kid's not ready to handle that. Your son or your daughter is not your confidant. They're not your emotional support. They're your kids. So if you're going to tell them, make sure it's done in an appropriate setting where preferably you've worked past it. If you are still in the addiction, maybe if you're going to work with your son and you could do a tag team accountability, okay, great. Um, but the dad needs to be the dad. He needs to be the leader. And if they fail to see him as the leader, that's a problem. If they look at him and they say, I can't trust this guy. All he does is look at porn all day. That's going to be a problem. It doesn't mean we have to act perfect, but it does mean we need to be delicate with how we handle the situation. We need to show that we are getting out of it, that we are doing whatever it takes to beat the sin in our lives, to get it out of our lives, to overcome this. We're willing to chop off our own arm if that's what it means. That's leadership. That's showing them, that's being an example to them of what it looks like to get out of this addiction. So that's a difficult one. If you have questions, of course, always get a hold of me. Feel free to go to hold of me, Joe Wilkie Counseling, W-I-L-K-I-E, J-O-E, of course, Joe Wilkie Counseling at gmail.com. Ask any questions if you do struggle with coming clean. Most kids would love to have a parent who is open with them about sexuality. Not initially. It's always going to be awkward. But you know what? A parent who doesn't make it super awkward, it's going to be awkward at the beginning, I should say. A parent who doesn't make it super awkward all the time is actually a blessing. Sex is an amazing thing if you start seeing it as an amazing thing and not just as a bad thing that's only good in a 0.2% of the time. Um, Yeah, it is only good in the confines of marriage, but it can be so good in the confines of marriage. There's a reason for that. Make sure that you are letting your kids know the beauty and the blessing of sex and how pornography robs us of that blessing. It cheapens it. Um, That's not always going to get get pornography out of their lives, though, by pointing to um, to the intellectual. You have to hit them on the emotional level and let them know whether I've been there myself or even if you don't have to say that, let them know. I realize this is an emotional issue. You may want to run to it to solve your problems because it feels really good. We need to find other ways to solve the problem. We need to find other ways to get you out of it because it's important that you get out of this addiction or that you don't go into this addiction. Establish the relationship, a a, a deep and profound relationship with your kids. That's what will help them stay out of porn. That's what will help them get out of porn more than anything is making amends and being present for them, showing up and loving them and being emotionally available and creating secure attachment inside. That's going to be the number one thing as a parent that you can do to help their kids, to help your kids either stay out of the addiction or to overcome the addiction. I hope this has been helpful. I hope it's been informative, especially for the parental end of things with the kids. 
I realize this is not exhaustive. There's a lot more we could go into, how to keep kids safe online through tech, everything else. But hopefully this is, has been helpful, and I will look to catch you next week. Thanks for listening.